Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. I'm feeling really frustrated, Warwick. Why? I've got to do some quoting. Yeah, but that's just part of life, isn't it? Might be part of life, but it's long and it's labour intensive and it's hard work and I never know if I've got it right. Why does it take you so long? Because there are so many parts to what we need to do. But don't you just write it all down and work out how much it costs you and then you just add a bit of a margin and you're good? Well, that's one way to do it. But there's a few ways to skin a cat and I want to make a profit. Ah. It is pretty hard, isn't it? It is a lot of work. You think about, from a builder's perspective, I need to quote to build this brand new house. How many parts are there in that house? Yeah, and jokes aside, it does my head in. Hey, I, I do not envy your job or any tradie for that matter. I think about all of the components that go into a job and it's no wonder it causes so much stress and late nights and yes. cock-ups, like just missing things and then you find you've done a bathroom reno and get to the end of it. It's like, shit, I didn't make any money on that. But the problem then is it'll take, you know, another month or six weeks to get all of the invoicing into the system and then to sit down and have the time to analyse and figure out whether I actually made any money or not. And that's the biggest thing I see in the marketplace with tradies is that last thing doesn't happen as often as it should. It's like, how much money are you making on your jobs? I don't know. There's no money in the bank, <laughs> so like, not a lot. Yeah, I'm not paying myself anything, so I don't know. I just need to do more jobs. That's it. Work harder, work faster, yeah. take on more work. So you do 80 hours a week mm-hmm. and make the same amount of money, which is? Still nothing. None. <laughs> so today's guest <laughs> has a solution. Um, well, she's got a couple of solutions, actually. Yes. One is how to estimate and quote better. Mm-hmm. Uh, or properly, and she actually shares her 10-step process. So, she's a professional estimator. Interesting part of the industry, isn't it? Mm. So, there's a few of these businesses uh, popping up. Um, there's some great ones out there. Some have been on the show before. Um, but today's guest, Anna Turner from, well, Gage PM, mm-hmm. um, not only has she been estimating or contract estimating for landscaping businesses for a long time mm-hmm. um so she's got a lot of experience there she was actually a landscaper so she's been on the tools she's a lady tradie lady tradie and she's now almost finished building an app and a job management system basically yes. for trades in general so not just landscapers Mm-mm. um and so she's put all of her years of experience she's been working closely with a whole bunch of tradies um she's partnered up with a big app developer in sydney and um, they're getting really close to launching this thing um, probably, you know, around Easter, after Easter 2019, depending mm-hmm. on when you're listening to this. So, mm-hmm. um, really cool chat today. And, uh, yeah, she very, very uh, abundantly shared her 10-step process to estimating jobs. So, you know, you could go and put that in place now. And then when her app comes out, jump on board and um, be even easier. become a beta tester. So, uh, the links are in the show notes. But great. Great chat, you know. Um, grew up in country New South Wales. Uh, very passionate about what she's doing. Very passionate. A lot of knowledge. Yeah, and uh, mind-blowing stuff um, like $500,000 landscaping jobs. I know. 
Holy crap, imagine all the bits and pieces in that job, eh? I think I want that life. I think I want those really expensive bricks to park my car. The $450 square meter. $480. You see, I've just, yeah, anyway. (laughs) I'm dreaming. I'm off the dream world. (laughs) All right, you go flip through our Home Beautiful magazine and uh, we'll let our (laughs) listeners have a listen to this episode. Enjoy. So welcome to the podcast, Anna Turner from Gage. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Are we calling that your business? Are we allowed to say that yet? Yep. Gage PM is my business. Yep. We're not up and running yet, but it's very exciting. We're getting close. Yeah. 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 A lot of work gone into it for sure. So um, Anna, uh, tell our listeners a bit about you. Uh, You know, you haven't always been an app developer, have you? No way. So my background is landscape construction. I've been doing that since, let's be kind to me and say the late 90s. <laughs> you started really. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Straight out of school onto some construction sites out at Homebush Way and motorway development and all that. So I've worked in commercial construction for a good chunk of, uh, of my career. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up in the UK, uh, ran a fairly large landscape company over there in London for about six years. Not wow. the whole company, but I was in charge of uh, uh, 26 staff in, uh, in the construction teams and the, mm-hmm. and the maintenance teams basically in the, in the department wow. and uh, did that. So it, it's all be, always been construction. I thought when I was at school that I might go down the design road, but it's not for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Building stuff's more my thing. So, yeah, and then, you know, I've just worked my way through and ended up in project management and uh, estimating and, and sort of that's what I do at the moment. I'm a, it's a, my day job, I, play, um, I uh, quote projects for landscape contractors around uh, Australia mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, and help them out. And so I'm developing this app for con- contractors, basically, um, landscapers, and other tradies as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's for, you know, construction management and estimating all rolled into one so they run their whole business together. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So you're a lady tradie turned app developer. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, there wasn't too many lady tradies. No. They're getting to be more now. Mm-hmm. How did you find that as a, as a woman in, uh, you know, what I guess is still a fairly blokey sort of an industry? Uh, oh, how have you found it? I, I come off a farm and I was always, you're in the sheep yards with your brother and you're doing the work. I don't care. By the way, you have to vacuum the house as well. Like you're not getting it <laughs> It's a bit rough. <laughs> but, but, yeah. So I never, I never really thought that there was anything different. You know, my mum's, she's wiry and she's tough and she's strong. And I just thought that that's what people were like until mm. I moved to the big smoke and, yeah, and yeah. so I was just, you know, I think one building site I was on in Mossman for, I was on that build for about a year, and there was 260 people on site, one lady. Wow. Me. No, never once did I have a toilet to go to. No. Like these days that wouldn't, you would, yeah. no way. Yeah. But back yeah. then, and I didn't even think about it. It's like, okay, I'll just hold it in all day or I'll pop to the pub at lunch when it opens. <laughs> they were my options, you know. <laughs> Dear, dear. And now all this women's lib stuff, and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> We've come a long way. 
Yeah, yeah. Just, but I just didn't ever think about it. No. Yeah. So anyway, you uh, obviously grew up in what country, New South Wales, by the sounds of it? Yeah, a place called Galaganbone, northwestern New South Wales. Galaganbone. I haven't heard of Galaganbone. Neither. Do you know Canamble? Yes. Walgut? Yes. Yeah. I've I've yeah. been out on properties out at Walgut. My uh, my forebears come from uh, sheep farms out around Walgut, Coolerman, and those oh, sorts of areas. So yeah. Well, there you go. Galaganbone is just a small town near Walgut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. The, About two hours north of Dubbo, northwest of Dubbo. Literally mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Still out there. Christmas Day. I'll be there. Nice. <laughs> just, Fantastic. Just you and a bazillion flies, hey? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Average-looking animals because of the drought. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, us, us on the East Coast uh, probably feel like drought. What drought? You know, mm. we've had a lot of storms yeah, and the usual I summer know. thunderstorms and it's still very, very bad out there. So Yeah, that's right. That's right. But we're not here to talk about sheep or farms or flies, fortunately, no, for you. <laughs> as stressful as that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're here to talk about, I guess, you know, you've got that background in uh, landscape construction and... Uh, and now moving into an app, um, why? Because, well, I, just a, a, another little background. Yeah. I was the reseller for a, a piece of software called Liberate for about four years. It was, it was a really good piece of kit for estimating, really good estimating tool. But everybody I spoke to wanted more. Mm. You know, they wanted well, once I finish the quote and I win the job, what do I do? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, here's a workaround. And yeah, yeah, uh, uh, you know, people want the whole thing in one package these days. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was hearing from all these people over the four years that the other, yeah, there's lots of competition out there that I could list off, you know, mm. ServiceMate, uh, uh, Tradeify, yep. Simpro, yep. Fergus, you know, that. The, and they've all got things to offer, but we're coming at it from a slightly different angle. Oh, we're, we're starting with, it, it's all about data-driven decisions, right? So, so giving our users, the tradies, the information that they need to make decisions in their business. And to do that, you've got to start with a really good quote. So getting the estimating package right so it's like, and this is what I do all day is pricing, you know? Mm. So being able to, bash out a $300,000 quote or even a $20,000 quote quickly but also the most important thing is that it's accurate and then you can data match against it. So when the guys are in the field and they've got the app, you know, and they can go, oh, right, so, you know, Anna, when she was thinking she allowed, you know, this much time, yeah, it took that much time. Or they, But what they do in the, in the, the app is they just put in their time and then you can go back yeah. later and see, yeah. oh, Anna blew out the quote here hmm. or Anna was under, you know, over overquoted here, underquoted there. Overquoting and underquoting are both really, obviously underquoting is a problem mm-hmm. because you're losing money, mm. but just the same overquoting is a problem because mm. if you're constantly overquoting, you're pricing yourself out of the market. You've got no control of your margin. Mm-hmm. What you want is to have a consistent margin, a consistent return. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, and if you get that, you are more likely to win the work, you'll be competitive, you'll understand your niche, da 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 you know. So it's about putting that in a really simple way in the guy's pockets, basically, so that it's easy for them to do it. So Anna, coming from a background in construction and landscaping and, and pricing, I'm assuming you didn't have any experience in building an app. 
<laughs> no, no, I certainly didn't. So what happened? Uh, you know, I started to, to look at, at the options and I, uh, through a mutual uh, friend, came across um, my business partner, Paul Coleman, and he's an, actually an app developer. Mm -hmm. So we, um, we're business partners now. Paul and I could see that how mutually beneficial we could be to each other mm -hmm. and um, we really didn't know each other from a bar of soap 12 months ago. Mm -hmm. um, but now, you know, we're six hours a day on the phone to each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's his team. So he's he's uh, he's an app developer in Sydney, and it's his team that are building the app. Um, that that all work for him or us together. Yes. Yep. Uh, and we've got ten people working on it at the moment. Wow. wow. Pop your pants, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so a few sleep, a few sleepless nights, I suspect. No, it's Anna. all good. It's all good. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What has? Uh, I guess what's gone into the decision that this is a good idea for you guys? Oh, look, the need to keep things simple for tradies and I, I just, I love this industry. Like, I don't know if you can tell from my excitement, but I have loved being a tradie my whole life and I, you know, every time I talk at, at a seminar or whatever, I just get a real buzz out of helping tradies and I, I did that with uh, when I was, was was the reseller gave me a taste of that, for, um, and I was like, oh my god, they so many of them are missing a load of skills and knowledge. And mm. the reason for that is, unfortunately, tape is awesome, but it doesn't. You don't learn business skills, as mm. you guys know. Yeah. Um, you don't yeah. learn business skills with it. So there's so many gaps, and then. What happens is these guys are literally the amount of guys I speak to who are writing their quotes on a piece of paper yes. and a pen yep. still or Excel spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that can go wrong with an Excel mm -hmm. spreadsheet. Yep. And, and, and it causes it, big issues. And you ask them these questions, you know, so, you know, who in your company is performing the best? Oh, I think it's Dave. Why do you think it's Dave? Oh, he looks like he works hard. Yeah, yeah but you know, like, so where's the where's the actual feedback to say that Dave is meeting targets? That's right. You got, and they've got no way of getting it. Yeah. You know, so it's about giving them that information. You know, like, it's not about tracking Dave's every move. It's about showing that uh, Dave. Oh, sorry, I thought I put that on That's silent. Just proves that you're actually um, doing some work, Anna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so it, it's about giving the business owner that information, but in a really simple way. So the yeah. guys in the field are just getting their, their ways in their purchase orders. They're, they're doing their work. They're doing their timesheets and raising their purchase orders are pretty much the two main things they do. Mm. But if they're capturing it all in our app, then that information is there for us to give to the business owner. This is working well. And, and it's like this task, I don't know, supply and install a toilet, you smash it. Like you're doing, so you're, you're making 40% on that. Mm. Mind you, when you install a sink, you're busted. Yeah. You know, like you, you, so it's about evening that out and giving the owner the information to be able to make those decisions. And mm. the, the other thing I find is a lot of, um, guys out there don't know what type of work is good for them they yes, they want yeah. they've got they have work that they think might be right but 
what size jobs will uh, bring, bring them the best returns, what, um, what actual type of physical work, so whether it's, you know, a, a, a full landscape or it's just a bish, bash, bosh. You know, you might be an awesome paver mm. and that's your thing. Don't get into the design and install, just yeah. do the paving or vice versa. Like if you're a design install guy, then you can't compete with a paving guy, yeah. you know, like so it's understanding all that information um, to, to make your decisions. And but we need like as we know, like tradies do not like sitting down on a computer. It's not in their DNA. No. So you've got to make it in the pocket, simple, easy to use. And I think that's where, you know, where we're going to really shine with our software. So how did you or how are you making the decisions around what to include in this app? So a lot of it comes from the fact that I've had 20 years experience actually running construction projects. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, So that is the initial starting point. Mm -hmm. Then I have literally dozens of, or not dozens and dozens, but at least a dozen guys Mm -hmm. that I'm going to on a regular basis. And as you guys know, I asked a question in your your group to get more feedback. Um, So I have guys, I have some of them that I, I have been with me right from the start and I know their businesses work really well and I know what their pain points are. And a lot of these guys, when they come to me, and girls, actually I haven't got any girls, but <laughs> I would I would take girls yeah, too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> any lady tradies um, listening, make sure you, uh, yeah, you know, listen to the me. end and we'll, we'll put you in touch <laughs> yeah. with Anna. Yeah, exactly. Um, girl power. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, what, what they're telling me is that they've got lots of workarounds, they're using bits of software mm. but they don't quite fit, don't quite match. So I'm using this bit, I'm using this bit, I'm using this bit. Things get lost in translation between pieces yeah. of software but also the time it takes mm-hmm. yeah. to do that, I just shoot me in the head. Like you shouldn't be – and it's like I was talking to a, a builder, a carpenter builder um, last week and, you know, he the, and the, the app they use is really good and they're happy with it. And they do the timesheets, but then his wife has to edit the timesheets and it takes a half a day every week to edit the timesheets mm. because oh, because yeah. they're not because the app doesn't allow them to enter the timesheets the way they need. So I'm yeah. like listening, like, so what's the issue specifically? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, definitely we can, of course we can accommodate that. Of course that, and for me, most of the time, these are logical walkthroughs work because I, yes. I've, I've been there, you know, yes. and I'm kind of still there with my, you know, I still have a dozen clients that I price work for and problem solve with daily, mm-hmm. you know. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting um, when you're talking about having the the various go-tos that you try to bring together to make work in harmony. They don't work. Um, there is no one-size-fits-all uh, system at the moment that has the capability to do everything that you need it to do. So invariably, right. as a business owner, a lot of the stuff that you should be doing isn't getting done. Um, right. So I think there's real room for some sort of solution. to that. That's a massive problem. There's so really hard to be a professional tradesperson and running a, a good trade business if you don't have all of that knowledge and there's no yes. real easy way for you to gain it because there's just not enough time at the end of the day or to have your wife sitting in the office spending half a day a week sorting out some bits and pieces that yep. are obviously important but 
you know, it just I fail to understand why it's taken so long for somebody to see the gaps in the market for this. Mm. I fail to understand why we can't have the one system. So I'm excited to hear that there's going to be a solution to this big problem that we have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And look, there are, I suppose there are other, the the competition would say there are solutions to Mm. the problem. But I find with the the lower end staff, there's a real lack with it when it comes to the estimating side. Mm. You know, you can bash out a quick quote, but that is fine if you're just doing one light fitting or, you know, you, it, it's not built for projects. Yeah. It's not built for anything over, say, a grand, mm. you know, and you really need, and that's when you need to control costs. And you think, you know, most of the projects are priced between 300 and 500K for their landscape jobs, their yeah. people's back gardens. Yes. Like, you know, like Massive. these are not commercial jobs I'm pricing. That's like, that's off the chain. Like that's yeah, let's more talk than about that a bit. that's more than <laughs> I plan to spend on building my house. And they're yes, spending that on a garden. If you live in Turak, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like to live in Turak. Yeah, I've Me I've too. seen some of the houses in Turak. My brother used to work um, at the the Coles Meyer head office uh, uh, okay. on Turak Road, and yeah, drive past some of those. Well, there are states, I guess you'd describe them yes, as. Yes, that's mm. right. That's it's right. Just... And that's the difference. Like um, there's a couple of suburbs in Sydney, mainly the northern beaches, where yep. you'll get properties that large. Yep. But not – and there's a couple in the east, but really not. There's a there's just so many in Melbourne, mm. you know, that are just so big. They're expensive they're lawns. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, but that's right. Like lawn doesn't cost that much, right? Yeah. But um, – what does cost the money is the retaining walls, yes. the gazebo, the outdoor kitchen, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. the, the fireplace, you know, built out of special bricks from Germany. Yep. You know, yep. I, I priced a job not that long ago that was um, tiny. Like it was it was literally car park mm. space. Like that was it was a courtyard job, so tiny. And the bricks that you're gonna park that car on. 480 bucks a square metre to buy oh, for the tradie. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> wow, you're really... Like, that car better not leak in oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I said that to my client and he goes, they're parking a Porsche on it, Anna. It better not leak. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Not my that, dirty that, old Land Cruiser. That's uh, a totally different sphere, isn't it? Wow. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but that's the why these jobs are so expensive. Yes. It's because it's the high end products, but it's also the structure. Like if you're just talking a flat block, that's one thing. You you don't need to spend too much money. But but when you're talking about loads of level changes and um, pave, you know, um, retaining walls and gazebos and mm. you know outdoor outdoor rooms, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's it's a decent illustration though of, of why it's so important to get pricing right and to know your margins and your costs and to track everything because you think about some of those complex jobs that you must be estimating, Anna, and it wouldn't take much of a slip-up if you were doing it the old-school way or doing it yourself on a, on a spreadsheet and, you know, you've blown $2,000 of, of margin uh, and, you know, next minute you're working for free for six months on a $300,000 project, you know. Well, exactly. It kind exactly. of suck. And just a little secret, 
the bigger jobs have a tighter margin. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. But, and the clients are friggin' sick of you by the time it's done. Absolutely. You know, like, so it, they're much harder to um, get get your win on, yes. you know, so you have to be super um, accurate with your pricing. Yes. And the way I price, actually, I'm – well, I suppose this was why people pay me to price, but I think personally it's the only way to price. I work out exactly how many screws that deck needs. Yes. Right? Then I add my marker, uh, my sorry, my percentage waste, mm. and then I add my markup later. Like mm-hmm. I work out the cost, but I work it out exactly. Uh, oh, there's 2,324 screws needed on this job. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, I'll allow 2,500. And how much time does it take to screw that screw in? I'm going to allow a minute to screw because I've got to kind of sink the holes and da 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 You know, so, but if you don't do it that way, and a lot of guys go on rates, and you can do rates, and in, in our software, you will be able to do rates, but I strongly suggest drilling it down. So mm. you need a piece of software, right, that allows you to drill it down quickly yeah. because you don't want to be going right, you know, like, so that's the key, yeah. you know. But the more accurate you can be, the more um, sure of your margin you can be. Mm. Mm. And you mentioned it earlier, part of the headspace around that and the resistance to that is the time that it takes because mm. you want me to sit there and figure out how many screws I'm going to put in the deck. I'll just allow for 2,000 screws. That'll be, that'll be pretty right. Yeah. Um, but again, it's... And then what do you do? Go, oh, okay, so yeah, it's about 2,000 screws. Okay, it's about... 2,000 um, holes that I've got to drill, right? Yeah. If you yeah, even allow for that, minutes. right? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then, exactly. And then tradies are like, oh, I'm busting my backside and I just don't seem to be getting anywhere. I'm not making as much money as I should or cash flow is yes. tight or I can't pay myself a wage. Was yes. like, you don't understand, mate. Um, you know, the, yes. the money's just not there. <laughs> That's exactly that's exactly right. And the reason it's not there is they don't well they don't know, right? They don't know where they lost the money. They just mm. know it's not in the bank mm. account. Yeah. Yep. yep. The other big thing I come across is that a lot of guys don't understand the difference between markup and margin. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they haven't got their overheads covered. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? So they go, Oh yeah, I put twenty percent on it. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but your overheads are eighteen <laughs> percent. Mm-hmm. So uh, they don't know them to start with, but you go talk to the accountant and the yeah, overheads yeah. are 18%. So so you're making 2%, mate. Mm. Like mm-hmm. 2%. Like, mm. And then they, they drop the enough. price. That's no. why you haven't got any money That's in right. the Drop the price Something 5% to win the work and uh, yeah, they're next in trouble. minute. Yeah. Yes. So and, and that's something with our, our software will show markup and margin as well, and it's great. part of like educating yes. people as well. It's like there's your margin. What's my margin? There'll be a little thing. This is what your margin shows. Right. You know. So because once they get it, they get it yes. right. Yeah, and yeah. then and, and in my experience, contractors that price on margin and not just focus on their markup, mm-hmm. they cover it. And they're, they're covered. Yeah, obviously, you're gonna. It's est, it's called estimating for a reason, right? Yes. You're gonna yeah. have wins. You're gonna have losses. Yeah. You can't guarantee that it's one minute a screw. It's probably one minute and three seconds, or you know, fifty six seconds a screw, whatever. So it's gonna be up and down. Yeah. But as long as you cover everything in your list and you um, 
price according to your uh, your experience, and then you get feedback. And this is the big thing, right? You mm. get feedback on whether you know whether it was the deck or the paving or the toilet that you blew out on. Yep. Which one of those did you win on? Which one of those did you blow out on? Right. Well, next time I'm going to do this with my deck price, and next time, you know, and you. So the and the guys in the field are giving you that back that information just automatically through mm. their day to day running. It's win win, right? Like then you can make decisions based on, like really, this what data driven decisions, like based on the data, based yeah. on the information. Mm. Yeah, know? yeah, it's and yeah, fact based rather than emotion or subjectivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm working with a panel beater and spray painting shop at the moment <clears throat> as uh, one of my wingman clients, and yep. he's on this pathway where it's like looking at his parts. Um, wasn't including all of the parts in his quotes or his estimates just because, yep. you know, he's under pressure and he's busy and he'd miss things or forget about yep. the, the little uh, plastic lug things that hold yep. the panels on and it's like oh, they're yep. only a few cents each or whatever yep. and wondering why the, the profit's not there, right? And so now, yep. you know, he's he's he sends me photos of his computer screen showing me the margin on this particular part. It's like, look at this, I'm getting 58% on this one. Um, and so it's become a little bit of a... Uh, not an obsession. It's a healthy obsession where he's, he's you know, yeah. he's looking at it all the time, and he's and he's going back yeah. and reviewing but a he's job. Thinking about it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. All of a sudden, he's digesting it. He's understanding it, and and then if he had it, so I don't know, um, one one of his tasks. What was he? A panel beater. Panel beater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't even know what. So that'd be spray paint. I don't. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's well, there's remove and replace. <laughs> there's the actual panel beating where they they're fixing dinted panels yep. and then they've got paint and they've got paint matching yep. and then they've got the application of it all and then they've got to put it all back yep. together. So, so yeah. many components. Uh, yeah. So, say he has to replace a um, front bumper, Yep. right? And yep. he's got or he's got the removing, the repainting or the bashing out, the repainting, mm-hmm. uh, the putting back on and the touching up mm. are all these different things. He lists that, all that labour and then he lists all those parts Mm. And then that's a pre-built task, yes. Yes. right? And then next time he's doing, oh, today's doing it for Toyota Corolla. Yeah. Tomorrow he's doing it for I don't know, a, a Hyundai or something. Yep. All right. He just swaps out those two parts. Everything else, pretty much, his labor's only going to tweak. Yeah. You know, like so. That's where you get your pre-built tasks, and it makes accurate pricing really mm. quick. Yeah. You know, yeah. like um, you, you, you're bashing that out. And I, you know, it takes me. Half a million dollar job will take me about. It depends on the on the quality of the of the uh, designs. Basically, mm-hmm. that's the big issue, right? It can take me four hours, or it could take me twelve hours mm-hmm. to price. But the average is about eight hours. Most of that time is spent actually digesting the information and mm. uh, and understanding the the, the build. Mm-hmm. But once I actually sit down and start pricing, and I've got a ten step estimating process um and that's step number five the actual pricing is step five of my 10 steps Mm -hmm. you know um so and that's the quick bit because i've got it all set up and it's bish bash wash really tweak 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 done Mm. yeah so obviously you know we're talking about the your app um about Mm. gauge and uh and how awesome that's going to be when it when it's uh released uh you've done a lot of estimating, you've done a lot of project management, you've been on the tools. Have you got any 
you know, tips or maybe even some of the hard lessons you've learned um, pricing jobs that you know, a listener could go and execute now that, that would mm-hmm. just save them time or save them, uh, I mean, we've talked about overhead and those sorts of things. Like, What are some of your mm. top tips as far as pricing work goes? Well, I could run through my ten steps if you want to. If you want to run through that. Oh, quickly. hey! If you're willing to sure. share it, I'm pretty sure yeah, people yeah, are going to be course. taking notes. Yep. yep. And if you're not, yeah, take yeah, notes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, just, um, so the first, the first thing to do, the first step of my ten step estimating process, and I think this process increases your profitability, reduces, uh, increases your win rate. Mm-hmm. and reduces the time you spend pricing. The main mm-hmm. reason it reduces your time you spend pricing is because it increases your win rate, mm. okay? So you don't have to price as much, yeah. okay? Yeah. The first thing, step is to review the actual job you're going to price. Now, mm-hmm. this might, your panel beta guy might, this not, might not be relevant to, but it's going to be relevant for your sparkies, your plumbers, um, your la- landscapers, your carpenters, and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so re- review the, the job before you start pricing it. So can I do the work? Like, so do you have the skills and knowledge to do the work? Is the work good for your business? Like, do you want to be known as the company that does that type of work? Mm-hmm. You know, and will I be competitive? You know, I said about the paving versus, you know, just doing a paving job versus uh, a full design build. Mm-hmm. They're two completely, same, same pavers going in the ground, but they're yeah. two completely different um, niches. Yep. So understanding that. So that's qualifying your leads, right? That's mm-hmm. all about qualifying your leads. So once your your lead is qualified and you decide they're worth it, then familiarising yourself with step two is familiarising yourself with the actual project. So getting your head around um, the, the tasks that need to be built and understanding the build sequence. Okay, this is a really important thing because mm-hmm. in um, when you get to the bigger projects, Understanding your build sequence. Or say you're a, an electrician and you've got to um, install the lights and fittings and everything in someone's kitchen. You've got to understand when you've got to do your first um, uh, visit, mm-hmm. uh, when you come back to fit the lights the second time, when you come back finally to do the, the final check. You know, so you've got to, you know, because you've got to working around the painter, the carpenter, everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got to understand that build sequence because that every time you go off site and back on site, that costs money yes. and you need to figure that out, you know? So when you understand the build sequence and the actual items you need to price, that's when you do your measuring up. This mm-hmm. is takes the most, in the landscape world at least, I'm sure builders would be the same. It takes a lot of time. Uh, because you've got to get your head around the the um, what the designer and the architect have specced and what the civil guys have specced and what the uh, engineers have specced, mm-hmm. and there's always conflicts. Mm-hmm. So get that out of the way, like understand the conflicts and mm-hmm. get clarification then, like when you do your measuring up, before you start pricing, you need to... You need to do that because it affects everything else. It affects your pricing and your build sequence, etc. Um, then that's the next step is this is when uh, I make contact. So step number four is to make contact with subbies and suppliers. So and the reason I do it now before I start sitting down to actually price up is I want to give them as much time mm-hmm. as possible to get back to me. Like a lot of subbies need a lot, couple of weeks to yes. get back. Yep. And even suppliers, like I, I priced um, a paving job uh, 
just two days ago. And my supplier had to go to Italy to get the quote because of bespoke stuff. You know, so there's a a lag there. I can't just get a price over the phone for that kind of stuff. (laughs) So so giving them the time um, that they need. Um, Site visit with step number five. Now, I personally definitely need a site visit if it's uh, if you've got if your pricing demo works Mm. and um, and access is the big thing to look out for. There, access Mm. is massive. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's probably the biggest um, mistake. Uh, estimators make is underestimating access as an issue and that's when we're talking about our pre-built tasks adjusting your access um, part of each task Mm -hmm. is is important for for any tradie bringing materials on site yep yep okay Um, and sometimes it's like you could have the same paving job but it's in a front garden and it's one meter from the from the curb so Mm. access is bugger all or it could be up four flights of stairs right up the back. Yeah. And, you know, so, and then you've got to add two people for eight hours to get the materials. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes a big difference and that'll eat into your margin like that access. Mm-hmm. I don't think people, um, people give it enough uh, mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next thing I'm going to say is don't go to site as well if you don't need to don't waste your time as the estimator so a lot of the projects i'm i'm pricing they're not going we're not going to start on site for 12 or 18 months because the builder's just about to start Can you mm. imagine the how different that site's going to be yes. and if you're a, if you're a plumber and you're putting in a bathroom and the actual building doesn't exist that the bathroom's going in mm. don't visit site like what go to google maps see that you can get a truck down that street leave it at that you know yeah so don't waste time as well i suppose um and then when i sit down and do the estimate i always price in order of build Mm -hmm. the build sequence Mm -hmm. because that gets my head around deliveries whether i can bundle deliveries together or i have to split deliveries or Mm. um a big one is plant hire like machines you know, splitting the the float of, of machines because yep. they've got to be off and on site and making sure that you've, you've got them for, if you might only need them for two hours, mm. but they're not going to come out for anything less than four. Right. So can I do something else at that time mm-hmm. or do I have to, you know, um, yes. actually take a loss on that and, and add it, well, don't take a loss, you add it to the quote because sure. that's what happens. You take a loss if you mm. just stick your, la- your, your um a machine in there for two hours here, one hour there, whatever you think you need. And yeah. you're like, this isn't working. You know, like yeah. where have I lost all my money? That'll mm-hmm. be it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so understand that. Um, yeah, use the pre-built tasks if you can get pre- – if, if you're on Excel, I do pre-built tasks in Excel. It will save you – initially it's going to take, you know, an extra 10 minutes to price that, that item. Mm-hmm. But next time you price it, it'll be half the time That's or even right. less, you yeah. know. So um, it, it gets really quick and you'll get – the other thing is the guys in the field will – when you use pre-built tasks and everything's in the same order, they get really used to viewing it that way yes. and digesting the information. So they know where to look for the materials and what they're going to find, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're – oh, sorry, estimating with step number six, not step number five. There you go. Uh, step number seven – Check your estimate if you've got like so. So go. This is when I I've done my price. I step back 
and I go through and look. This is when I look at rates. It's the only time I focus on rates. I want to see if anything sort of stands out at me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like um, jump out at, at, at me. And if it sometimes I go, oh, that's really high. That concreting is really high. Hop in. Oh, yeah, it's high because of this. Or, oh, sugar, I did a typo. Yeah. Mm. My business partner will be really impressed. <laughs> <laughs> really have a problem with the swearing. It's all those times on the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, he's, you know, the whole corporate world, they don't swear. It's very different. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Very different. Wait. Anyway, um, yeah, so so that's when I look at my rates, step, step sevens, when I sit back and I look at my, I've done my pricing and I haven't focused on rates at all in my pricing. I've focused on uh, the actual task at hand, the job in my head because I'm building it the whole time in my mm-hmm. head, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I'm, I've checked and I'm happy with it, if you've got a second pair of eyes, awesome. If you look, work in a business with another manager who can chuck their eye over it, it's great, especially especially when with these um, bespoke builds, you know, these, um, I'm sure builders have the same issue with as landscapers. You get coming up with all these really original ideas and and or interesting sites that you're working around. Mm. So, and because of that, you're coming up with interesting ways of doing things. And I've always found a partner in crime who can go, oh, hang on. We could skin the cat that way. Yes, and you you work out the numbers, and it might be no good, or it might be, it might save you two grand. Yeah, mm. you know, you, you know, and and that might be the difference, you know, or just having a different option. Yes, uh, different set of eyes is great. Yep. So then, once I've done all that, then I look at profit, not till not till that point. Mm-hmm. Then I go back and I I go right. Well, my profit. I want this profit margin. I want. To put these markups on, that's when I add the profit. Right. And um, and then, you know, submitting your tender, obviously you've got to submit your tender with um, clarifications. So all the way through the an estimate, I'm always writing clarifications. Does does that make sense? So yes, like yeah. if I see any discrepancies in the in the specs that I've been given I want to clarify those so I'm always building that and mm-hmm. then at the end I submit that with my tender and that's really important mm-hmm. uh, because and this is a re- it's a really good way of being able to go for the cheaper option but yes. covering your ass yes. about it yeah. you know yeah. and you can't like you just can't go for the more expensive option because if you're competing at all on price that's right you'll lose so you need to, but you still need to cover your ass because some, the designer will go, oh, but hang on, yeah. Yeah, I chose yeah. those $480 square metre papers there, not not the $4 square metre ones there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. So, that's, that's, um, yeah. so that's the 10 yeah. tips or the 10-step yeah. process actually, which is awesome. Yeah it's, 10, yeah, it's my process and I do stick to it. Um, yeah. And look, the final thing is to review. Like, look at what you have priced and done mm-hmm. and review it. Like, so did I do well on that price, you know, like on, on the price or didn't I, you know? A lot of guys put their price in, they win the job, off they go and do the work and at the end of the month there's not that much money in the bank account. Mm-hmm. And then, what well, you know, where did it go wrong, yeah. you know, uh, or... 
I need to work out. No I need more so, jobs on. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the step number one was reviewing to see whether you should do the work. Mm-hmm. Well, if you did the final step of reviewing your past projects, you can answer those questions much easier. Yes. Yeah. yeah? yeah and yeah, I absolutely. find that that's like a real, that's the bit that turns your, makes you, gets your jobs over the line more often. Yeah. Yeah. I because agree. You, you, your margins are tighter because you know, you're pricing work that you know you're competitive at. So you're not wasting time, you know, and and you um yeah and you uh yeah uh, pricing profitable work yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the the app's not only about quoting the app's um oh, no. looking at some other capabilities. Can you talk us through some of the other capabilities that you're working on? Oh yeah. Uh, so I didn't think we'd be talking about my app. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what we're building is. In the, there'll be something for uh, the smaller tradies mm-hmm. uh, that'll be like a quick quote that you can do in the app, mm-hmm. and um, and but you'll still be able to you'll raise your timesheets and do your purchase ordering uh, in the app as well, and and noting all the projects down uh, all the resources that you've used mm-hmm. down in the app. So it'll build all that information whether you price too high, price too low. Etc. But it does it in real time because it's not wor- waiting for invoices right. to come in. It, 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 recon- it, it reconciles with the invoices mm-hmm. and it'll connect to your zeros or MYVs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 it's doing it in real time because the guys are putting it in. So you know, say say your name's James and you have a Sparky company. You got ten guys out in the field. You can wake up in the morning, grab your phone, see which jobs are in the red and which jobs are in the green. And just get a quick overview of those jobs. But we've got a web, the web app as well. So for big projects, you'll need to price in the web app on, yes. on your computer. Yep. But it'll link to that field um, mobile app mm-hmm. uh, that the guys can then look at that web that that quote and and price against uh, run their jobs against it. So yeah. it's basically just having all that information that the estimator was thinking. Yes. In, in your hands, in the field, communication. How cool is that yeah. right now? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm the estimator and I decided A, B and C and I write that, I write that down in my quotes already. Mm. Like I just can't give it to my guys or unless I type it all out again and, you know, so yeah. that just automatically they see the job and you can choose as the business owner whether they just see the quantities or they see the money as well. Like mm-hmm. obviously... I like to say there's there's two different types of foremen. They're the ones that you tr- like that meet a, mar- a, 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 a margin, a budget. They mm-hmm. meet a budget, and they're they're employed to look at that budget. Mm-hmm. And then there's the ones that turn up and just do the work and mm. tick tick tick. You know, they're <laughs> they're on different price points, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yep. Um, yeah, and and you know, we hope the other one's going to go up to the big one. But yeah, I yeah, guess it's really um, important. From a builder's point of view, my favorite feature is the fact that it's real time. So any of the features, and as I said, we were using three different types of software to try and make it work for our business and it still was nowhere near right. But Mm. it, 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 all of it relied on the fact that we had to get the invoices in and then myself or the admin team to sit down and plug away and enter all those invoices before we could review them. By then the job was almost done and, you know, it's far too late to fix up an error or or to see where you're going wrong or right for that matter. Um, Mm. It's very hard to predict your cash flow when you don't know what's going on. That's Mm. right. 
It, that's exactly that's exactly right. So being able to see things in real time because the guys are raising their purchase orders in it, they're doing their timesheets in it, mm. so you know whether you're blowing out straight away. Yes. Now, obviously, this depends on one big thing. The guys have actually got to use the app. Of course. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, that comes down to two things. One of it's my end. I've got to make an app that's easy yes. to use mm-hmm. for the guys and friendly and easy for them to use. And then the boss has got to say, you don't use it, there's a big problem. So do you provide a big stick with the app as well just to keep (laughs) prodding the guys on the field? I'm the carrot. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Look, my experience with implementing change, and I've been in quite a few big companies that have gone through big changes in the past, um, there's always resistance. Of course. Actually, quite a lot of the resistance comes from the top. So true. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So true. Um, Oh, I'm the boss. I don't have to do that. Like, well, yeah, you do. That's you know, right. if you yeah, want yeah. it to work. But, uh, but, but at the end of the day, once people get over that hurdle, yes, and and, and making our system as simple as possible mm-hmm. is it's gone. It's going to be a bit complicated because it's capturing a lot of information. Right. Like sure. it can't be. It, it can't be. Can't read you know, the mind. Like, iTunes, like, you know, like it's it's, it's more in-depth than that. It's more like a piece of accounting software, really, Mm -hmm. like in in the the amount of information that you're pulling in and out, Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. But what we're aiming to do is make it as streamlined as possible with the work um, workflows, the natural, and that's my going to you guys, uh, you know, the the, uh, builders and, uh, other tradies out there and asking loads of questions. So the more I ask, the more I understand, the more we get this right, mm-hmm. you know. And, of course, there will be tweaking. There's, you know, version 2, I'm sure, will be better than version 1. <laughs> Probably it's not. But but it's getting it as good as we can possibly. Like, we've got to listen to these people. Mm. And it's not just my experience, you know. Mm. It, it's uh, That's how we're doing it. Yeah. Mm, great. So what's yeah. what's the – is there a launch date? So, April. Fingers crossed. April yeah. 19. A- uh, oh, that's a good date. It's my sister's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're talking, Why did you pick that day? so, we're talking April 2019. Oh. <laughs> so, it could be 19 yes. 4 19. There you go. Oh, God. That'd yeah, be a birthday present. It's April 2019. Yes. It's Great. 2020, and I will be uh, a shadow of the birthday. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> You'll be. We've, we've Building uh, that'll be one year. Wow! So yeah. that's a pretty quick build time, I would think, yeah, considering yeah. how much information needs to go into the app. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, this is the beauty of having a awesome business partner yes. who has built loads and loads of apps and and software packages in the past. Like he's 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 got a whole the, his system sorted, right? Yeah, he yeah. knows how to, he he's got it all worked out how how he builds these things. So. It's he comes to me for the information, and I go out to the the, the tradies out there that I I know and kiss with and hug every day metaphorically <laughs> yep. for thank yous. Yep. Um, that are just making. But these guys that are giving me the information, they can see that it's going to help them as well. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You know that's mm. why they're so willing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So Anna, what's what's something you you know now that you wish you knew when you started out? Started out what landscaping or the app? Oh, uh, probably in business. You know, it's tradies in business oh, podcast. In business. So you're a tradie and you're in business. Um, 
I look, I learned, I have been really fortunate to have some brilliant business mentors throughout my time mm-hmm. uh, as, as a trade. And I started, you know, I got off the tools um, quite early on and I was lucky to do that. Look, I spent about 10 years on the tools, but I spent a lot of those 10 years also managing as mm-hmm. well, those first yeah. 10 years. Um, and listen, like, the, I think the, be, the the thing for me has been having these mentors that have been able to give me this information mm. that, like, it instill me with this knowledge and experience um, has been just invaluable. And I see time and time again, like, I talk to tradies all day, every day, and I see that they don't have that, that yeah. I ha- what I got, and that it really it does make me a bit sad. It makes me disappointed. Really, mm-hmm. for the industry. I, I used to teach at Tate for a couple of years as well. I taught professional practice, like how to run your business mm-hmm. and estimating at mm-hmm. Tate. They cut the subjects. Like, I, I, look, I, boo-hoo, I lost my job. That doesn't really matter. I didn't need it. I did it because I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it the, but the amount of, um, and they're all landscapers, but these landscapers come up to me at industry events and go, your subject was so good. I'm so disappointed they don't, you know, offer it anymore. It's like... You know, so I suppose if you can get a mentor that actually knows what they're doing, and the mm. problem in our industry is that most bosses had the same bosses as they right. you know, yeah, like just perpetuating. So yeah, unless you get lucky, mm. you're not, you know, and you've got to get lucky. Like so, that's sort of why I've come up with this software. I can see that it can really help the industry, and if you, if we all lift our game, it's. You know, we get a better reputation. And That's I right. hate the fact that people, the amount of people say to me, oh, this trade is trying to rip me off. Mm. It's yeah. like, I can guarantee, like, unless you got really unlucky, they're probably not. No. Do you know how hard it is to price that, what you're saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> it took them half the time. Like, my standard answer is, so if it took them double the time, would you pay more? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, Back in your box then. That's right. Like, you know, but having said that, if these tradies had uh, the, the data that showed what, what the average was, mm. less guessing, right? Yes. That's right. That's right. Guessing's not good for anyone. No, it's not. Know. Yeah. So Does that answer you, doesn't really answer your question. Oh, it was that good information though. <laughs> no, I think the, the basic message there was to get a mentor, but I want to flip that a little bit and say you need to be open to a mentor. Mm. Mm. And, and, and that's the, your personal level of responsibility as a business owner is being yeah. open to the idea that there are people out there that can actually help you with your business and yeah. being open to doing the work that's involved with improving your business. Mm. So yeah. you can have the best mentor in the world and if you're not open to the idea of making changes, working on yourself, working on your business and the way you do things, nothing's going to change. No. No, I would agree with that. Mm. Yeah, you do. You do need – and some – I think some guys get um, quite defensive mm-hmm. uh, and and they feel like they should know it and therefore they're not going to ask. Absolutely. And it's, yeah, and I mean, our tradies are built tough, right? Like mm-hmm. hard on their, well, in a cage, um, locked away so you can't stamp on it, stamp on it kind of thing, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, maybe that's why I've been lucky because I don't I, I've been able to... Uh, open myself up and say, can I learn? Absolutely. You know, um, I just, I, I know the ones that do, do really well in life. Absolutely. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So 
April 2019 could be your sister's birthday on the 19th of April. Uh, could be could be before then, maybe after, knowing how software tends to work. But uh, roughly yeah. then, uh, yeah. can can listeners pre-register or are you doing yes. beta testing or yes, yes, we have a we're going to set up a a, a website gagepm.com. Sorry, gagepm.com yep. forward slash beta test. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just double check that. I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll, we'll put the links I'll in the show the notes link. too. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'll yep. give you the link in the show notes. And so you can register to beta test. And if you do that, I'll personally give you a call and ask you what your frustrations are with your business and mm. how like, a lot of people are coming to me because they're, they're using software at the moment and they've got some really big issues they want to get off their chest. Yes. Happy to listen yeah, to all yeah. of them. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, uh, yeah, just listen to you and, uh, and yeah, happy for you to beta test. More than Maria. Yeah. So there you go, listeners. If if you're one of those tradies who's using software and saying, oh, it's just not doing what I want it to do, or you're thinking about using software and you'd like to have a say in uh, a, a new player in the market, basically, um, and get your stamp on Anna's uh, app, then, uh, yes. yeah, go to uh, gagepm.com forward slash beta test, I think it was you said. Yep, as well. Um, yep. We'll put the link in the show notes as well if you like me and you have to, you can only listen and do one thing at once. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, get get amongst it. Um, have your say. Uh, Anna's in our group as well, I yes. think, in yeah, Traders in right. Business on Facebook. So um, you can uh, post a question there for her and connect with her via the group. Mm-hmm. But um, awesome stuff. I can't wait to see this come out. There's some really cool platforms coming out that are uh, not all of them are by tradies for tradies because I think not all of us get it right when we're from that industry. But certainly sounds like you've put a lot of thought into this, Anna, and uh, I'm really keen to see uh, what you come up with because I would solve so many of my clients' problems as well. Yes. <laughs> I could That's just recommend plan, your yeah. app. So, yeah. uh, so awesome stuff. Um, it's yep. been great having you on the show today. Thank you, guys. Thanks for your time. Really enjoyed it. Thank you, Anna. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesinbusiness.com.au.